Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Welcome to Garage again this morning. Yeah, we are celebrating our 16th anniversary, so I have to dress up nicely to match the event. Mm. And today, today, I want us to talk about flourishing in Christ. Flourishing in Christ. How many people want to flourish? You want to do well. You want to... Upstairs, when I have sent you greetings, you look alive and nice and lovely on all sides. Flourishing in the house. By the way, this is not a by the way, but like a by the way, but not a by the way, but like a by the way, but like not a by the way. Uh, if you are watching us online and you are hoping to come for the 11:30 service at Nadia, we will not have it today because we are having an anniversary celebration. You will find us cutting cake and eating it. I hope there is cake. Uh, and other such. So, we're having one service today. Everyone is in this service, so just keep coming in. And then from next Sunday, hmm, our 11.30 service will be slightly younger. <laughs> uh, it will be slightly younger. So if you enjoy this service, even the one you've been enjoying at 11.30, come at 9. Because at 11.30 it will be a little louder and people may be wearing different things than what I'm wearing uh, going forward. But it will still be the same content, everything same, but you'll see people with less gray hair. Flourishing. Definition. Oh, by the way, We are buying land. And a lot of it. Yeah. We are buying land in Makerere, Arua, Mukono, Kayunga, uh, Chira, uh, Iganga, Moland, Gayaza, Moland. This, the one I'm telling you is not like we are wishing to know. Contracts have been signed. So we are springing up to come to you to give us your buy the land what? Contributions. Me, I'm already almost halfway my buy the land pledge, which I made last weekend. So I'm being quick about it. Maybe because I'm the one whose foot is near the fire. I know exactly. So if you haven't yet made your buy the land pledge, pick up your phone now. The thing is on the screen bit.ly forward slash buy the land 2022 bit.ly forward slash buy the land 2022 at all locations if you want a live physical pledge card you like to write with a pen we have them in the house uh, you just put your hand up and they will bring you one quickly otherwise you can use your telephone if you click or if you type that link into your browser you'll find the form, it's very short to just ask for your name 
your phone number, how much you want to unleash. And we go forward. Amen. And we are getting it done. How are we getting it done? Together. Together. These things are for together. Tulifena. We are in the thing, how? Are you sure? I'm not seeing you using your phone. Yeah, we are in a thing together, so you better be using your phone now. bit.ly forward slash buy the land 2022, as in 2022. Uh, the buy the land awards 2022 are figures for those who are listening to us on radio and other such. Amen. So we thank God for these opportunities we are having. Makere, uh, wow. Yeah. Flourishing. It flourishing of a living organism. Are there any people who are living? To grow or develop in a healthy or vigorous way, especially as the result of a particularly congenial environment. Do you want me to define that again? It's when people come to church and they they try to think that uh, church is the place to show all your seriousness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, I'm not your boss, so relax, smile, shout, make some noise, and be alive. Okay, so I'll define again because I think some people, yeah, Dalazungu was too much. To grow or develop in a healthy... Are you seeing yourself? Imagine you growing and developing in a healthy... What does the healthy you look like? What does the healthy you feel like? How does the healthy you sleep? How does the healthy you relate? I want you to be imagining you. Imagine me being free, trusting you totally. Finally, I can imagine me. Let me continue. So, are you, are you imagining the healthy you? In a healthy or vigorous way. Imagine the vigorous you. How does the vigorous you walk? How does the vigorous you greet? Yeah, some people, the way they greet, you feel like their hand is dead. But that's not you. How does the vigorous you relate, smile? You know... Smiling will take you much further than frowning. Yeah, especially those of you who are looking for boys, or rather those who are looking for girls. Did I say boys? Smiling. <laughs> those who are waiting to be found. Smiling, makeup, ah, greeting people, being nice. That stuff has some traction. And you know, I, I like how people, especially here in church, they pretend as if they, they don't want the boys to talk to them. No. 
total liars, liars. They are dying for the boys to talk to them, but they are pretending that they don't want the boys to talk to them. Am I preaching too close to the surface? Do you want to talk about the end times? Yeah. You people, you, we are dealing, you're dealing with these things right here. You've been praying to God for a husband. Every time there is a prayer meeting, it's Lord husband. But then you are like, you, know, you just walked out of the book of Lamentations. No, 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 no. Smiling. Smile. Smile at the storm. Dance in the rain. Do you know that the natural estate of a Christian is joy? Yeah. I'm always watchful for when I've lost some of my joy. Like, mm, tending towards the devil. Yeah. Yeah. And start kicking the cat. Ish. Vigorous way. Especially <laughs> as a result of a particularly congenial environment. Yeah, the word congenial means really good, helpful, cooperative environment. The environments you get in and you're not going to flourish. Yeah, and then there are environments you get in and they are designed to help you flourish, to grow, to develop in a healthy, vigorous way. Ah, yeah. Uh, today I'm talking about this other one. I'm not talking about the environment that don't help you flourish, but you know them. Already. Psalm 92. Oh, no, no. Synonyms. Luzungu. Of flourish. Grow, thrive, prosper, develop, increase, multiply, proliferate, bloom. Blossom. Let's read together Psalm 92, 12 to 15. Together. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of, of the Lord, I can't hear you, shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Father, open our hearts and our minds and our eyes that will see the beauty of Jesus even as we talk about flourishing in his house. In Jesus' name, amen. He says the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall go like you said in Lebanon. The righteous, when he talks about the righteous, what does he mean? He talks about the righteous are those who have accepted Jesus. Amen. Righteousness is a function of Jesus, not a function of you. For those who are mathematically inclined. Righteousness is a function of Jesus not a function of Mosaic. Am I making sense? First of all, what is righteousness? By definition, righteousness is right standing with God. Righteousness is when 
God is here, you're here, and no one owes the other. You are fine. You can talk. You can say, hi, dad. Hi, son. And there is nothing there. That is what we call righteousness. Now, I'm sure you have already tried to attain that situation through your trying to be a good person and you have enough evidence to show that it didn't work. It didn't, do you know why it didn't work? It doesn't work. Yeah, it hasn't worked from the beginning with Adam and Eve. Yeah. Look, they were told there are all these trees you can eat from. Huh? They eat from any. Those who like sweet things, if you like it orange inside, if you like it green, if you like it yellow, even those who for some reason don't want sweet things, you like katunkuma, it's all there. Everything. And then they say, eat from all of those. But this one, one, this one tree here, it has some fruit fruit there. Don't eat and don't touch. You know, eating, touching precedes eating. Yeah. If, if, for example, you are dating, yeah, and you don't want to reach a certain level of temptation, you know what I'm saying? Like you're not yet married. I want you to know that touching precedes eating. Yeah. So don't, don't assume that you are of a special category who can touch, touch. And uh, somehow survive. No. Even if didn't survive. The moment you touch, you go to eat. Okay. That's a pastoral moment. I know some of you are looking at me funny because you have already been married 39 years. I'm talking to those who are on their way there. So every part of my sermon, you only take the part that applies to you. Don't get annoyed about the part that doesn't apply to you where I'm trying to help someone else. Okay? Yeah. So pick your part. Having said that, even those who are married, <laughs> yes. Where were we? It hasn't worked from the beginning. <laughs> it didn't work for Adam and Eve. It won't work for you. It didn't work for Israel. It won't work. It says, the law was given to whom it was given, that every mouth may be stopped and that all the world should stand guilty before God. When it comes to having a good relationship with God, the more you try in your own effort, the more you fail. Just that's how it works. The reason we have a savior is we cannot save ourselves. Mm. I'll say that again. The reason we have 
is because we cannot save ourselves. Have you ever promised to God you will never do it again? And what happened? Yeah. You did it again several times. Have you ever promised God you'll never do it again and you, gave, you told him to do something bad to you if you do it again? You even wrote it on a paper. Strike me with lightning. <laughs> and then you did it again and you were not struck by lightning. Because even when you're making your lousy promises, God knows exactly how and when you're going to break it. So he just looks at you and says, well, where? <laughs> That's what he says. His mercies are new. Every, you need new every morning. Yeah. Every morning, new. Yeah. Because no one wakes up planning to sin. But today I will sin. Now, of course, some of you, I know you plan. But most people who love Jesus, they don't. That's not how they operate. They wake up planning to finish the day well, go home, no problems. Hey! Before you know it, the border guy has crossed in front of you a certain way. Certain words have escaped your mouth before you could uh, exactly control. Am I talking? Who wakes up in the morning planning to quarrel with their spouse? Today, today, I, you even organize your quarrel notes. I will follow this pathway, then go here, then bring up this issue of two years ago, then what? And then you organize yourself, even buy a clipboard. You remember clipboard? You clip your notes. You're waiting for him or her to come back, and then you start. Are there any people who operate like that at home? No, everyone is thinking today is going to be a good day. No problems. Hey. Then one word cuts you to the heart, like Peter's someone in, in, uh, from the upper room. <laughs> and all your plants. Before you know it, you have also said something. And then the other side also responds. You know, you're in trouble when uh, the conversation in your home is mainly by questions. <laughs> Won't we have lunch? <laughs> Are you the ones who prepared? Are we the ones who prepare every day? So you keep going until take away, you know? I, like, yeah, that wasn't the plan. So we have all been trying, it doesn't work. <laughs> Who has tried and didn't work? It didn't work on your own merit, saying, Me, I'm going to be nice towards God constantly. No, 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 no. That's why verse 20 in this same chapter says, give me verse 20. Verse 20. Thank you for verse 20. Therefore, 
by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin, not the knowledge of righteousness. We had a series here called uh, Love No Rules. Eh? Love Not Letter. Yeah, Love Not Letter. The letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Those who are getting married, if you ever get into your marriage with a letter, yeah, you will do this, I will do this. That's exactly how to be sadly married. Yeah. It's the spirit. I will do this. May God help you respond to it. Verse 21. But now, when? Now the righteousness of God apart from the law. Separate from the law. Separate from the rules. Thou shalt, thou shalt, thou shalt not. The righteousness of God is apart from the law. Once you bring the law into the picture, you're talking of another kind of righteousness, not the righteousness of God. And for you to be in right standing with God, you need his righteousness, not your righteousness. Because your righteousness is broke, small, not there. But now the righteousness of God, apart from the law, is what? Reveal, it's, it's what? Revealed, made manifest, being witnessed. We used to read together in this church. By the law... And the prophets, verse 22, even the righteousness of God, how? Through faith in Christ Jesus, to all and all on all believe, for there is no difference. We need to start here, because I'm talking about the righteous shall flourish, but who are the righteous? The righteous are those who have accepted that they, there is nothing they can do to fulfill God's Demands, but receive Jesus. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I hear the Savior say, My faith indeed is more, child of weakness. Watch and pray. Plus that last line, I'm singing Mr. Bean style. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He was it white as snow. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Yeah. That's the beginning. That's the beginning. All these other things we do, leading MCs, planting churches, doing this, doing that, that's, those are the walls. But the other one is the foundation. Jesus, in John chapter 15, is talking to his disciples and they're about to have this intense conversation about bearing fruit, fruitfulness. Right? I'm the vine, you're the 
branches, you should bear fruit, bear fruit. But then in verse 3, he says something interesting, which is like a clarification. He says, you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. While we are having this fruitfulness conversation, while we, are having, while we are having the conversation about your missional community having a frontier, are there people? While we are having the conversation about your MC doing evangelism and your shepherd gathering, I saw the food for yesterday's gatherings. Oh my goodness. He says, that's a separate conversation. Let's not get mixed up. He says, when it comes to you being clean, accepted, sons and daughters, that's already a given. Because of the word that I have spoken to you, not because of your fruitfulness. The fruitfulness conversation should never be mixed up with the righteousness conversation. And there seems to be two camps in the church, the fruitfulness camp and the righteousness camp. The righteousness camp accuses the fruitfulness camp of legalism, and the fruitfulness camp accuses the righteousness camp of permissiveness. But I think it's not one or the other. You will never reach home driving on one ditch and switching to another ditch and switching to the other ditch. To get home, you have to stay in the middle of the road. Amen. You have to embrace the righteousness of God. And then you have to embrace the fruitfulness that ensues from that. In Ephesians chapter 2, Paul writes elaborately about the grace of God. He says, by grace, you have been saved through faith. And that none of your selves, it's a gift of God, lest anyone should boast. We are around chapter, uh, chapter 2, verse 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, there, there. If you could find us, 8, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, this is where it starts. Verse 9. You click like this. Not of what says anyone, what? Should boss. Then in verse 10 it says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. But for us to walk in them, we must first believe that we are saved by grace through faith. There is a process to things. You start with the roots, and then you'll end up with good fruit. You don't get your manure and start smearing it on the fruits. It doesn't work. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. Palm trees, when you see pictures of the desert, the only trees that can dare try to attempt to grow in that harsh environment are what? Palm trees. It means that your flourishing is independent of your circumstances. That's why it says you shall flourish like a palm tree. Look at that. Look at that defiance. Huh? In the middle of nowhere, if you're looking for dodo and watermelon, you won't find it there. Huh? But a palm tree in unfair, a hostile environment, it will come out and grow tall. 
Everybody will be wondering, where, where are all the other trees? Is this how some people are, are, are thinking about you? They look at you. You're, you're, like, where are all the other businesses? Where are all the other ministries? Where are all the other cousins? You have embraced God. You have, you have understood that your well-being is internal, not external. You know, the thing that Christians need to really, really believe is that this is not a game. That there is a real spiritual entity called you who is connected to God. And all of this life is simply trying to manifest that to the world around us. That's why I say church begins on Monday. Because you're going to go to office and there are all the people whose roots don't reach the water. And their leaves are withering, but yours does. And you need to unleash some water for them and say, it's, it's going to be okay. That which you're going through, I've already been through that and I know how to handle it. I know God. Amen. Look at that. So one of the things about plum trees is they, that the environment, even when it's so hard, they come out. The other thing is their resilience in storms. Yeah? Give me the stormy... Look at that. Yeah. The wind comes, they just bend because they have a very flexible structure system. Those are the righteous people. Yeah. COVID came, people just bent like this. And now they are out. They're like, oh, come on now. Let's keep going. Yeah. No matter what, all the bad news, all the losses, all the chuckings by, by all the people who claim they love you, all the way to Lake Victoria and back. I don't know how it is, what, how people write. Uh, they are love things. I love you until like Victoria dries up. You, you want to create uh, a, 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 a drought? <laughs> no wonder it didn't last. <laughs> are you there? The righteous shall what? Flourish like. And that's you. That's you. That's God's design for your life. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many seasons come and go and try to blow you out. My friend, there is something inside of you. If you're a believer in Jesus, I want you to know there is something inside of you. Yeah. Don't believe all the hype. Don't think everyone is doing badly. No, that's not true. <laughs> not everyone is doing badly. There are people who refuse to participate. Yeah, economy is bad. I refuse to participate. I refuse to participate. This and that is hard. Marriage is hard. I refuse to participate. Yeah, that's not my portion. I already tried hard marriage. I nearly lost it. So I don't want to try again. Yeah. If you want to know how, how marriage works, come talk to me, I'll tell you. It's so easy. It's easy. 
Yeah, it's not complicated. If you're struggling in business, come, I'll tell you. I know how to run an organization in the toughest of times and just keep flourishing like this. There are principles, and they're not too complicated. All you have to do is to say, what you have said, I'll do it. Yeah. But if you, I tell you, then you go do your things. Then you come back and I'll be like, but I told you, go, go first do what I told you. They are, they, look, this life of... Yeah. Life is full of hurdles, hurdles, and struggles. That's not your life. God hasn't designed you to be in a constant state of stress. That's not good for you. God has designed you to flourish. Amen. Now, take me back to Psalm 92, the next verse after the righteous. He says, those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Remember, when we talk about flourishing, they talk about what environments, particularly as a result of flourish, grow or develop in a healthy or vigorous way, especially as a result of a particularly congenial environment. Mm. Those who are planted, the congenial environment in this case is the house of the Lord. God's design for the righteous is to flourish, but not all the righteous are flourishing. Why? They are not planted in a congenial environment called the house of the Lord. Yeah. But he says, those who are planted. Now, do you believe the scriptures or you don't? Are you sure? The righteous who are planted. Mm. Because first of all, don't be planted in the house when you're not planted in Christ. No. You start by being in Christ. And then you are planted in the house, in a church, like Worship Harvest Church. It says those who are planted, not those who pass by once in a while. Not those who just say, that is my church. But they don't even know what goes on there. We are not about those who are what? Plant. This is scripture, my friend. So either you fight with the scripture and have a certain life experience, which when you get to heaven, you'll have too many questions for Jesus, or you agree with the scripture and have a certain life experience, which when you get to heaven, you'll have too much gratitude to Jesus. There are, two, there are going to be two kinds of people in heaven. Those who will be so thankful and those who will be full of questions. But God, but, and then he will just be showing you the scripture. But read here. Read there. You, you were not planted. Mm. I can tell you that the scriptures 
don't work for everyone the way they ought to. Because not everyone has the wisdom to apply the scriptures the way they ought to. Okay. Yeah. The condition for flourishing is to be planted. So you can abuse God all you want, but he's not going to change it for you. Say, okay, I can see you have issues with being planted. You think all the pastors are thieves, so I will do an exception for you. He won't. That would make you God. Mm. Once you start commanding God around, we have a new God in town. That is you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he says that Ruth, those who are planted, in context, he starts by saying, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, etc. Then he says, those who are planted. If he thought that verse 12 was enough truth, he will not have added on verse 13. Yeah. If he thought verse 12 was sufficient, they will not have added verse 13. When you go to Vine Pharmacy with your prescription from the doctor, they will give you a compendium of drugs. If they think that this white one times two, one times two is enough, they will not add the green capsule of two times three. Am I making sense? During COVID, I also got, by the way, there was like a half a kilogram of things to, to swallow. Different colors and types and different times. Now when it... Before the hubs, yeah, before you even bring it, this one said, you buy this one from this market, the other bitter stuff, what, swallow, put your towel on your head, face the, the pail, what, <laughs> inhale, exhale. Before all of that, there's this one, there are five, over what, what. Now, you, when you become too clever for the doctor, and you say, doctor, it is medicine you want me to take, right? I choose the one of one times two. Because you think you're a man of faith, you will. So, by the time the doctor tells you, add this one, they know that this one works with this one and this one and this one to give you a certain result. Because all things are working together for good. All the tablets are working together for good. You, you become too clever, you pick two, you take. Then you get worse, then they take you back to the clinic and you start quarreling with the doctor. I came here, you gave me your medicine, it doesn't work. Until the doctor asks, which one way? Yeah, shake well before you. Check where before you. No. You see, people are annoyed with God 
because they reject God's instructions. Or they do halfway. The religious shall flourish, okay. I have accepted Christ. But I don't like Mose. I don't like those people. I don't like that missional community. I don't like my zone. I, look, what are you going to like? Huh? Do you know why the church is a family? Because in a family, you fight and don't, you don't go away. How many of you have ever left your brothers and sisters because of your found? Mm, I'm no longer part of that family. My friend, you are joking. Yeah, you're going to come back and eat humble pie. So if you have issues with being planted because the other person talked about your red toenail, the other person talks about your whatever, then look, that's life. Do you think you are going to go through life without having any disagreement and conflict with people? I wish you good luck. Mm. Life is about being offended constantly and making up constantly as quickly as possible. Yeah. The way it works, it's like income and expenditure. I, when I'm teaching people finance, I teach only income. I don't teach how to spend. Expenditure is going to be there whether you like it or not. Yeah, you can't switch off and say, no more spending. No, you, if you realize you're not you have gone to heaven. Yeah, you are no longer on earth. The moment you step in your car, start driving, you are spending. Or you make a call, you're spending. You're WhatsApping, you're spending. On earth, expenditure is a constant. And the only way to counter it is to have a lot of income. Yeah. So likewise, negative experiences in relationships, including marriage, are a, are, are a given. The only way to counter it is to pile up the credits yeah, and making up as quickly as possible. So by the time you are annoying the person, you already sent them flowers, you already bought them a bag, you already brought them chocolate, you bought them perfume, so they are annoyed, but they, are, they have to deal with all those things. <laughs> yeah. And then they just feel like, okay, you are not a bad person, you made a mistake. But if you have put nothing, all your annoyances, they start thinking you're a bad person. In fact, very bad. Where, how, where, how did we reach here? Those who are. Why? You should be planted because you shall flourish. If you are looking for, if you ever find a perfect church, don't join it. Yeah, because you will spoil it. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever find a perfect church, please, I beg you, don't join it. Because you're going to bring your imperfection to it. Just stay here and worship us. Yeah, we annoy each other. We don't talk to each other. Then we apologize. Then we go for frontier. Then we do evangelism. Then we buy land. We build buildings. We quarrel. We come back. We say sorry. We sing. We cut cake. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here we are, your family. In fact, if I've never annoyed you, it's just because you have not worked directly with me. Yeah, you just try and work directly with me. 
you are going to get the opportunity of a lifetime. Meet. <laughs> be like, this guy. Huh? All along I watched him on TV. I thought he's an angel of the Lord. Now he's here quarreling with me because of uh, my uh, yeah, wrong key or something. <laughs> Media team, I've sent you greetings. <laughs> There is cake. There is cake. Yeah, you find a perfect church, don't join it. Yeah. Otherwise, remember all your siblings and how you fought? You still fight. <laughs> yeah. That's what we do here. We don't try to pretend. No. We, we are like, why are you what? I'm sorry, but let's, yeah, then we continue. So get planted. Those who are planted shall flourish. Do you know why you flourished up to now? Because you were planted in your, child, in your family and you never left when they caned you for whatever, stealing sugar, you didn't quit. You stayed. That's how you turned out, at least the way you are. So now, in this scenario, you need to continue. Those who are planted. Planted means fixed, stable, established. Huh? Can I ask you, do your members in your missional community, are they planted? Or oh, they are rotating, they are like bicycles. <laughs> People don't want us to talk about this planted thing. Yeah, rooted, stationed. Isaiah 27, 6 says, those who come, he shall cause to take root in Jacob. Israel shall blossom and bud and fill the face of the world with fruit. How? By taking root. Ah. Look, I'm so glad I'm planted in this church. Yeah. I have grown. I've been here 16 years. I'm a different person from the person who joined in 16 years ago. On so many levels. Good things take time. If you change churches every two months, the other pastor annoyed you. You go somewhere else. They also, they annoy you. Go somewhere else. You have you ever seen a, a, a plant that you uproot every few months, a tree that and that flourishes? No, at some point you dry up. You start posting things on your Facebook and Twitter, which causes us to ask, hey, is this person still saved? Why your roots are dry? And there are people here who love you. 
Do you know people who really love you are the people who tell you the things you like to hear and the things you don't like to hear. Those are the people who love you. Yeah. People who tell you there is no pimple on your face when the head is twice the size because of that good thing. They, are not, they don't love you. They don't love you. Oh yeah. Don't be confused about who loves you and who doesn't. I see you eating chips, chicken, chili sauce with uh, chips, chips, chili sauce. I don't know why I keep mixing it up. With another girl constantly, consistently. Oh, if you see me doing that and you let me keep going, you don't love me. Yeah, you're trying to say, your social media posts nowadays, they have another face other than your spouse. And it is not one of what's up. Now that's real love. Yeah. Yeah. Some people ask those questions, they go to a bigger church where they can get lost in the crowd there and keep eating chips, chips, chips with someone else. That's not love. You will not flourish. Your marriage will not flourish if you don't have someone who can pin you down and tell you, hmm? what are these things we are hearing? And then you have to explain yourself. Don't get offended. You see, raising the volume doesn't improve your argument. Hmm. Planted. Worship Harvest Nalia. Worship Harvest Ministries. Planted. Be planted. Put your roots in. Stop being a mystery to all of us. Yeah, who of you every, every morning we wake up, you open the door, and the tree in the compound has shifted to another. Now it is blocking the gate. Then it has moved behind the house again. Ah! That's complex agriculture. We haven't reached those levels. I expect the tree to be the same place consistently in order for it to grow. Be planted. Attend garage regularly. Go for your mission or community meeting regularly. Regularly is weekly. Attend 5 a.m. prayer on Zoom. Come for floor prayer on Wednesday. That's being planted. Don't be confused about what planted is. I'm, I'm not asking you to come and plant a tree here. Although that would be nice also. Tithe. Yeah, if you are not tithing, you are not planted. You, you are planted wherever you are spending your money. Yeah. You are planted in the bar. Or you are planted in a restaurant. My God. Yesterday, someone gave me a testimony. Live testimony, live. I will not reveal the person. They told me when they heard me talk about this lady who I was coaching, who was giving her first fruit in January to church, and then she would give her February income to her parents and start eating her money in March. Apparently, a lot of people picked up that thing. I didn't know that a lot of people had picked it up. 
Now, remember the other testimony of the guy whose parents hadn't talked in 10 years who started talking after two weeks when he did that. Now, this other lady was telling me the biggest amount of money she has ever received at one go, like the money hits your account like boom, and its impact at once was five million. Five. Hmm? This is 2020, what? Two. You know that this years run quickly. So in 2020 and in 2021, she did that thing of giving her first fruits in January and giving her parents her February income. She says 2021 was a bad year for her at work. She was even, put, she was even on a performance improvement what? Plan. And she wasn't expecting a bonus. And, but she was given a bonus that is for people who are two levels above her income. She said, yeah. Now, someone who has only received about five million, when they said, your bonus is like 37 M. Mm. What? What she gives the government some money she retains about two-thirds of that. Like, how do you explain that? That's people who are planted. <laughs> you, you're going to be there, this, trying to put this hair this side, put it that. In, just believe God and act on his word. Because it works. Yes. I'm out of time. Pastor Angie and Pastor Blesso. Come, let's conclude our anniversary service. Mm. Says they shall bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. Yeah, your prophetic destiny as a person planted in the house is not retirement. <laughs> it is fruitfulness until you go to heaven. Like you know when your influence only keeps growing? Can you imagine in this life where your last day on earth being your most influential day, your, most, your richest day, and your best day? Think like that. Think that Working with God, you will never have a worse day than today. Yeah, because you'll be continuing to bear fruit. And I'm not about how you feel. I'm not about how you are. How you are and how you feel are two different things. You may find that in the time when you're feeling your worst is the time when you're the most helpful to the most people. Oh, yes. I know we like our feelings too much, but that's not what I'm talking about. It says, they shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. Last verse, 15 there. To declare, next verse. To declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. They will continue to be declaring the goodness of God. The righteousness of God. The gospel. Amen. That's your prophetic destiny. That's what God wants for you. To be 
a person who is truly alive all your days on earth. Truly alive all your days on earth. And God has created the church as a place we can be truly alive all our days on earth. God bless you. Amen. Can we stand up and appreciate Apostle for this wonderful word about flourishing in God's house. I'm going to invite us to pray as a response. So let's just pray. Let's pray. You can pray in the spirit. If you know how to, if you don't know how to pray in the spirit, may you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit right now and you can start praying. May you experience life, life in all its fullness, life abundant. It's not about how you feel, it's about who you are. Life abundantly, life abundantly. In your body, life abundantly. In your homes, life abundantly. Your businesses, life abundantly. Apostle said it's not about how you feel, it's about who you are. And the word tells us that by grace we are saved through faith that not of our own, it is the gift of God. And you might be here this morning, go online or at one of the hosting centers or at one of the locations and you're not experiencing the life we have talked about because you've not made the very first step, the first step to being planted in the house of God is being born again. Is allowing that God is your father and that Jesus is your savior that through Jesus you become a son that through Jesus you accepted into the fold that through Jesus you are you are brought into the house of God again it's not about how you're feeling maybe you're feeling like you need to be perfected the word says it's, it's, it's by grace it's by grace it's because of what Jesus did on the cross, not about what you're doing, not about what you're doing, not about how you're feeling. Maybe you're not feeling too righteous. Apostle taught us <laughs> that it's not about us, it's not about us, it's because of Jesus. I'd like to invite you today to make the decision to get born again. Today is your day, this is your day. Today is the beginning of the rest of your life. So I'm going to invite you to do something that is seemingly looks very simple, but it's a bold act. 
it's a bold act. You're going to say yes in your heart, but you're going to confess with your mouth. Today you're saying no to the enemy. I'd like to invite you to just put up your hand wherever you are, in this room, at the hosting centers, at the different locations where you are. You're saying, today I get born again. Just put up your hand. Just put up your hand. Today is your day. There is no fear. I see your hand, my brother. I see your hand. Just clap for him, clap for him. I see your hand. Is there someone else in the room? Is there someone else in the room? I see your hand, my brother. I see your hand. I see another hand over here. Can we celebrate? There's a celebration in heaven. There's a celebration. I see your hand, my sister. I see your hand. Was it your neighbor? Just come forward. I'm going to ask you to do something else very bold. Just come to the front. Just come to the front. Just come to the front. Can we celebrate? Can we celebrate? Hallelujah. Wherever you are at the different hosting centers, I see another hand at the back. Are you saying yes to being born again? Please come to the front. Can you please encourage and celebrate as the people walk to the front? At the different hosting centers and the locations, just walk to the front. There's a pastor ready to receive you. Can we continue celebrating? There's someone else. Let's encourage them as they walk to the front. Today is the beginning of the rest of your life. Thank you, Jesus. Today you become a child in the kingdom of God. Today there is no more fear. Today there is no more shame. Today there is no more struggle. Today there is no more struggle. It ends today. So you're going to repeat this prayer after me. And then our pastor, Pastor Hamia, is just going to go with you and take your details, your name and your number, so that we can call you and help you walk this journey. Because I know you have questions. Yeah? So that we can get, take you to the next level of being planted. Okay? So let's take, say this prayer. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Thank you for today. Thank you for today. Thank you because I am planted in the house of God. Thank you because I am planted in the house of Thank God. Thank you that today God is my father. Thank you that today God is my father. Take my life. Take my life. And do something significant with it. And do something significant with it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Can we celebrate them? Amen. Can we celebrate Jesus for these incredible souls? Thank you, Lord. The scripture says in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, that there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. As we were praying, I just got the sense, and the Holy Spirit is bringing healing to someone who has done something and you've been walking around with condemnation. The enemy is trying to rob from you. You are not condemned in Christ. God loves you. You are his righteousness. Yes, you made the mistake, but pick yourself up by his grace. Stand up and get moving. So in the name of Jesus, I seize and stop that condemnation in your heart. In the name of Jesus, I declare that from today you walk free 
that from today you walk healed, that you walk with a peace in your heart. And another person here, a certain group of people, you've been struggling about being planted. And what I what I heard the Holy Spirit say is that He has not given, He has given you the spirit of sonship. And so right now I release that spirit of sonship into your heart in the name of Jesus. From today, I declare that in your heart you receive this place, this home as your family. That God opens up your heart to function as a son, as a daughter in this family. You will be planted. You are no longer going to just move about to and fro. You are planted because he has given you the spirit of sonship by which you cry, Abba, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So we are celebrating 16 years and we give thanks to God for his kindness and goodness. I'm going to invite Pastor Ari and all the location pastors who are still, who have joined us this morning to come. Cheke, come please. Let's cut this cake as we celebrate. Are these enough representatives? Are you sure? You're not feeling like I should have cut that cake. All right, which way are we counting? 3,000, eh? For 3,000. So we had how many? 40? 49? 100? 200. 300? 400? 500? 600? 700? 800? 900? 1,000? 2,000 and 3,000 locations. That's our faith that we shall see 3,000 churches planted in the next 20 years. Amen. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you for this church. Thank you for 16 years. Thank you for those who have given their lives to you today. Thank you that you are a healer. I rebuke all manner of sickness and disease in this place that the people of God will flourish and that they shall bear fruit in old age, meaning they will attain old age, that none shall die young, none sh no one's life will be cut off suddenly, but that there will be a growing, a flourishing, a longevity, that they will see their children's children. We bless you, we thank you. We thank you for our nation. We thank you for the peace that we see in our nation that enables the gospel. We thank you for that and we pray it will continue that there will be no hindrance to the gospel in this nation, in our region, on our continent, as you call us to go out. We thank you and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.